Please welcome up Mrs. Bartlett. Good morning. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about what a transitional year this is at John Paul the Great. And transitions are naturally adventurous and exciting and difficult. Um, there's so much opportunity and growing pains. I myself have experienced a lot of transitions in my life. I think we probably as adults all have. But I was thinking about it last night and um, from the time I turned 18 until now, I have lived in seven different states and 15 different houses. <laughs> so I have had a lot of just moving transitions in my life. And um, two things about that, if you need packing advice, I can help you. And also maybe uh, I can comment a little bit on, on how to handle transitions. Um, I was recently reading a book by Father Josh Johnson, if you've ever heard of him. He wrote a book on the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And I came across a story about G.K. Chesterton in the book. Have you guys read G.K. Chesterton yet? Not yet. He's an amazing, witty philosopher, theologian, um, and convert to the Catholic faith. And I'd heard this story before, but it hit me differently a few days ago. Um, it's so interesting how the Holy Spirit works. You know, he's, the Holy Spirit can speak different things to us when we read one text earlier in our life and then again later. Um, so I'd just like to share the story with you and then kind of connect it to maybe our John Paul the Great experience a little bit. <clears throat> so here's the story. G.K. Chesterton once said that his umbrella helped, him, helped reveal to him why he knew the Catholic Church was for him. He said that whenever he went to non-Catholic churches, he would customarily leave his umbrella by the back door during the worship service. In these churches, his umbrella would always be there waiting for him when the service was over and he would leave. But the first time he went to a Catholic church to hear mass and he left his umbrella in the back, it disappeared. Someone stole it. <laughs> um, and what was his conclusion? He said, if the Catholic church offered such a generous and open doorway to the rabble, being a home for both sinners and saints, then he had indeed found a home where he could also fumble along into the kingdom. So I'll read that again. If the Catholic Church offered such a generous and open doorway to the rabble, being a home for both sinners and saints, then he had indeed found a home where he could also fumble along into the kingdom. I love this story. I think it's funny. I think it's true. Uh, but I also think it reminds me of the proper mindset around religion and sort of any religious institution or community. Would Chesterton have found his faith home in the Catholic Mass if he had responded to the theft of his umbrella in sort of a self-righteous indignation like, you know, how could someone steal my umbrella? I don't want to go to the Catholic Church if they steal umbrellas there. Um, you know, I would never do that. Uh, that's a really tempting mindset to have, I think, especially maybe in high school. When someone around us does something, even something maybe objectively wrong, um, something we would never do. And so to answer my own question, no. I don't think Chesterton would have stuck around and found his faith in the Catholic Mass if he had that mindset. 
I think that he found his faith home because he was there with the right mindset. He thought to himself in humility, thank goodness there's fellow sinners in the building. Catholic community can be hard at times because there's a constant paradox. We're all teaching and learning about these high ideals like goodness and perfect virtue and God's commandments, which are all true and good. But then the paradox is that we are all imperfect and fallible and tired sometimes and moody sometimes and sometimes downright wrong. So where's the intersection between what we're learning and these high ideals and just the reality of our human condition? <clears throat> it can be difficult to integrate different personalities and ages and experiences, opinions and styles. I think John Paul the Great does a really good job of this with bringing everyone together and building community. But if you'll allow me just to suggest that maybe we look closely today at Chesterton's humility as a model for our own relationships here. The reality is that within each person and within each of us, there is a saint and a sinner. The point is not to be so prideful that we view ourselves as saints and we see the sins of others. It's also not the opposite, which is to uh, live in self-loathing or criticism and see, you know, covet the perfection of other people. It's tough to avoid comparison, especially in high school. I will also point out that the point of the story is not petty theft. But let's be like Chesterton, recognizing that two things can be true at once. We were created and made for greatness. Hence our search for God. But we are also fellow sinners, all in the same building. Let us humbly acknowledge both the saint and the sinner in ourselves. And to pretend that we're any better or worse than someone else or the person sitting next to us is just not true. And um, let's also not allow the human shortcomings of our fellow Catholics to make us overlook the beauty and the truth of our faith and our church. As someone once said, I think it might have even been Chesterton, Christians are the top argument against Christianity. So Chesterton shows us the proper mindset around community, I think. We're not perfect, nor can we be, but we're journeying together. We keep our eyes fixed on the truth and each with our individual gifts and shortcomings and personalities. We can still strive for the extraordinary while accepting our imperfections. In fact, it's freeing. Take a risk. Try hard. Put in the work and the effort and the time into your schoolwork, into your friendships, into your sports, your families. Leave it all on the table or on the court. So what if we make a mistake or we fail? Research shows that failing is part of the process of growing and learning, even when we do everything we can to be perfect. There is no pressure in my class or anywhere else on campus to be perfect. There is an expectation and a call to do our best. So this is not to say that you can go around failing your classes or sinning and doing wrong on purpose. Quite the opposite. Once we acknowledge our own sins and shortcomings, it's time to improve them. So I'll end there because Chesterton is also known for saying, all good things come to a point. Swords, for instance. Praise be Jesus Christ. Amen.